Welcome back to the Horse Talk Show on Florida Sports Talk. You never heard of a talking horse? Well, listen to this. <laughs> with your host, Louisa Barton. What does it feel like to be in love with a horse? Presented by Palm Chevrolet, your hometown Chevy experience. Back in the saddle again. Now, here's your pretty, pretty Louisa Barton! You're fab, you're switched on, you're a bit of all right, yes! (laughs) Welcome back to the Horse Talk Show, presented this hour by Palm Chevrolet. That is the best way to pull your horse trailer, the hometown Chevy experience. I'm your host, Louisa Barton, co-hosting with me today, Nikki Ward and Eric Fox, farrier to the show. We are broadcasting live from Ocala National Golf Club this morning, loving every minute of it, setting up for the Thoroughbred Phillies Charity Fashion Show. Lovely setup of silent uh, auction items up here, including some DAC supplements, a lovely $50 uh, gift card in our raffle here to Maggie May Designs this morning. And Suzanne Pierce from DAC just arrived with the goodies. Going to have a raffle here, give away some touchless equine spray. Uh, just going to have a, a fun time. It's going to be awesome. Lovely lunch. What's for lunch? Um, chicken and marsala. Chicken marsala. Pork. Pork. Yes, like a creole Probably some pork, vegetables. And then some green beans. Lovely. It's still st- there's still time. There is still time to come. And to you come can buy tickets and, and at the door. Yep, $35. Yes, and it's just a great cause. And it is a great cause. And a beautiful view. They give uh, some of their money to some wonderful um, horse organizations to help uh, different adoption agencies for horses and that kind of thing. So we're, we all want to support that. And um, the good news, it's inside in the air conditioning, which is beautiful because it's getting hot outside. And that's our next topic. Jessica Lynn from Earth Song Ranch is joining us now. And she's going to talk a little bit about beating the heat for your equine. Good morning, Jessica. How are you? Good morning, everyone, and it's very hot out here as well. Is it? Can we beat you or you beat us? What's your temperature? We were 99 yesterday. Ooh, we might have been like 96. Our, <laughs> yeah, our, our average for this time of year is between 74 and 80, so we're way above. Way above. Wow. Now, um, what about humidity? Do you have, um, you're in California, by the way, I should tell everybody that. You were in California. Um, it, what's your humidity like? Is it as bad as it gets in Florida? Um, it is because we're real close to the Pacific Ocean. And yesterday oh, yeah, it wasn't sense. all that bad, but it's rising. Ooh. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes, I know. It's gross, isn't it? Ready to go back to England for three months and come back when it's over. <laughs> <laughs> Talk to us a little but bit anyway, about Jessica. Anyway, what I do for my horses during this time of year and for what, and when we have this kind of heat, and I'm sure that in Florida you guys all do the same, is I make sure that they're very hydrated. Um, right. I do the pinch test where I go up close to a shoulder and we'll pinch just a bit of, of their hide to see if they're hydrated. If it stays pinched, they're dehydrated. So in their bucket feed, I will put a tablespoon of white table salt or... If I have the Himalayan, I'll put a tablespoon of Himalayan just to encourage them to drink. Mm-hmm. Um, I also will give them some fruit. Uh, my horses don't happen to like watermelon, but that's a really good thing to give them to help hydrate, to get them more moisture. If I really feel like somebody's dehydrated, then I'll put in some bran and I'll really soak it so that it puts more moisture into their intestinal tract as well. And I have one horse who typically will get 
dehydrated because she just won't drink. So she'll be one of the ones I might even give an electrolyte to. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the ones I do like is the one from Horse Tech. Mm-hmm. Um, there are also horses who don't sweat, and that's really dangerous. Right. So there are some new products out on the market. One of them is um, also by Horse Tech, and it will help them to sweat. What's that they called? Can, um, pardon me? What's that called, that product? It's called Sweatworks, and I do Sweat carry work. it on my website. Okay, so good. So it will that's help the horse to have the moisture to sweat, which, you know, is very dangerous, and I know there's a lot of horses that don't. And it could be from any type of a medical condition that they won't sweat. Absolutely. And, you know, something I do is um, I wet. I actually wet every feed. And, you know, I've been doing that since Sonny's teeth got so old. You know, he's 30 and, Uh you know, his teeth are old. They're 30 years old. And they get done regularly. You know, Eddie has pauses wonderful and comes and uh, fixes him up very well. But, but, you know, because he is, uh, he has reduced, you know, uh, teeth. So I, I actually wet every feed, and, I, and, I, and he enjoys it. He slurps it up and, uh, and loves it. So I do that anyway, and I don't think that can hurt either. Now, certainly in the winter when you want them to drink more, that's a really good idea because they don't drink as much. But that seems to really help him get that, you know, that extra moisture while he's eating, you know, and helps him that's to right. get the food down and everything, you know, efficiently. So, so I think that's a good, you know, that can be a good idea too if you're, if you want to, you know, they, they tend to get warmer when they eat anyway. It, it raises their body temperature. So it's kind of good That's if you've right. got some cold water in there, you know, to kind of cool them off. Normal body temperature, by the way, for a mature horse at rest is 99 to 101. I know a lot of people, when Nyquist came down with the fever after the Preakness, a lot of people were like, oh, no, 102. <gasps> you know, but actually ah. 102 <laughs> in a horse is only slightly elevated compared to where in a person a 102 would be you know, considered a little bit more. Uh, You know, 104 would be more of a getting, you know, high temperature for a horse. So just so people know the difference with that. But um, obviously a horse's main cooling mechanism is the evaporation of the sweat from the skin surface. So, uh, you know, so it is important that they do sweat. And as Jessica just mentioned, the non-sweaters, it can be a, a bit of a concern. And then you can end up with some heaving and things. Um, what about electrolytes, right. Jessica? What What are your thoughts on, on electrolytes? Um, I do feed electrolytes to the one mare that I have that just doesn't drink, whether it's winter or summer. Um, mm-hmm. But she's really picky about them. There's all kinds on the market. Most of them are good ones. Mm-hmm. Um, if it's really hot for you know several days in a row, I would recommend that. You can always put that into their water buckets, you know, their troughs, as opposed to putting it into their feed, mm-hmm. um, so that they're getting them constantly. But I do like just using some salt to help make them drink because it'll just encourage that. Mm-hmm. Um, I also will hose my horses off, of course, which most people will do. I mean, when we're in the high desert and it's not as humid as you know it could be, everybody got a bath yesterday. And they do like it because at 99, that's, that's pretty hot for this time of year for us. So that's just another thing. I mean, also not to work your horses in the midday when it's this hot. You know, get up early and go take them out for a trail ride or do their groundwork or whatever you want. But, you know, no riding. They're kind of like people. They're like athletes. You could, you know, really affect them and, um, you know, cause some damage if you're out there riding. Absolutely. And on the mention of the um, electrolytes, DAC Supplements has Electro-Aid powder 
and also a paste as well. So, uh, you know, with them, you do know that you get the NASC approval. So that's a good one if you yeah. need a, an electrolyte for this summer, uh, a DAC Electro-Aid. So it's a nice balance yeah, I would profile. Love, their products are great. I love their products. In fact, I um, had emailed Suzanne because I have a friend with a, a mare who's going to be in full soon, and we're going to put her on the DAC product. Oh, good. Yeah, that's a surefire yep. way of, um, you know, of, of being, you know, positive. You've got everything covered. But actually, the nice thing about this Electro-Aid is that it says it's highly palatable. And one of the problems that I've actually run across with electrolytes before has been the, um, the fact that the, some of them don't taste that great. And this one says highly palatable. And, of course, uh, DAC has the 60-day money-back guarantee on it as well, which is a, another win-win just in case you do have a super picky horse. But but nice that it's palatable. Yeah, and the, the pastes are great because you can just dose them right now. And, you oh, and no fillers and no sugars, by the, the way, in that one as well, Jessica, in the DAC yeah. one. So that's good to know for, you know, metabolic horses, obviously, that Absolutely. you know you might be concerned there. So that's a that's a win. I may need to get some of that later on today. <laughs> <laughs> I bet you Suzanne has some. <laughs> I bet you she does. <laughs> And of course, as with anything, you know, you want to approach. Sorry? I would always keep something like that on hand just in case for the summer months. Right, right. Definitely to have the pace nearby would be, you know, super uh, handy as well if you needed to give that to, you know, a horse quickly. That would be nice. Yeah. And of course, you know, always approach the even electrolyte supplementation carefully because, um, you know, you don't want to give an electrolyte to an already completely dehydrated horse, obviously, because then they might, you know, begin to urinate. So you've got to go with everything gradually, you know, because um, you're trying to rehydrate. But um, but if a horse is on an electrolyte on a regular basis, especially through this, you know, very hot period of, of the summertime, that's a, you know, a good way of making sure you don't end up in a, in a bad situation. And as you mentioned, you know, salt, um, well-balanced feed plenty of water you know don't forget i always you know think these these self-filling waterers concern me sometimes because people tend to check them less than they do the trough uh, and remember mechanisms can always fail so something i do every single time i go to the barn is i drive by my horse's field stop by the water and check it mm -hmm. because if you do have some kind of a failure go on and you don't know yes. that the water's not in there there's only so much right. dew on the grass in the morning. It's not enough, you know, and so you could get into a dangerous situation there, which is why I prefer water troughs, because then you go and you actually I, wash it out and fill it. But, you know, I people who have, agree the, have the filling ones. If you don't have a water trough, you don't really know what your horses are drinking. And out here, because of our drought, um, people have gone more to the automatic waters. You don't know what your horse is drinking. That makes me feel really uncomfortable. I, I want to know if somebody drinking or not, how much are they drinking? You know, do I need to add salt to get them to drink more? Right. Um, you know, and I always refill all the troughs, and I've, you know, got three horses, three minis, but I want their water to always be fresh and cool and to be clean because they'll drink more if it is. Right, absolutely. Really, yeah, good, good point. I like being knowing how much they're drinking too. Uh, Jessica Lynn, I want to thank you very, very much. We are definitely trying to beat the heat. Obviously, you are too. Um, Jessica Lynn from Earth Song Ranch. If you need a consultation or any help, um, she is incredible to talk to. We'll give you some of the best advice, point you in the right direction. 
And um, definitely if you have a Cushing's or a metabolic disorder horse, she is the one to mm-hmm. talk to. Um, she's helped Sunny so much. And I'm real, really excited about the way he looks and feels right now. So thrilled to have you on our team, Jessica. Thank you for being with us today. And just invite people to check out her website, order her products. I mentioned in the last segment, she has the Bugzo, which is a great feed-through program for horses to keep the bugs off at this time of year as we were talking to the vet you know about that earlier on so that's definitely worth checking out and that's all available at Earthsong Ranch so please go online and have a look Jessica have a lovely weekend stay cool hose yourself down for me (laughs) (laughs) I shall (laughs) and we're going to be back in a few minutes for our uh, health for horse people for equestrians and we're going to be talking to Amber Kuminka stay with us on the horse talk show we'll be back in a few minutes In just days, construction begins at Palm Chevrolet on an all-new facility to better serve you. Only one problem. We have over 500 new Chevys available, but only room for 200. Now, to make room for the heavy equipment, Palm Chevrolet takes huge construction reductions. To clear the lot, save $3,000 on new 16 Chevy Cruises, $4,000 on Equinoxes, save nine grand on Silverados. We'd rather sacrifice them now than have to move them to our Gainesville store later. Hurry to Palm Chevrolet, Southwest College Road in Alcala. Chevy, find new roads. Hi, I'm Louisa Barton, host of the Horse Talk Show, and I believe in only promoting the best in equine products. My 29-year-old horse has had itchy sores on his skin in the summer for his entire life. Then I discovered touchless sprays, and I'm amazed. With five different sprays available, all made in the USA, I discovered that the antifungal has also proven to be the best treatment for thrush as well. Don't let touchless just be Sunny's miracle. Thanks, Touchless, for sponsoring Horse Talk and for being the best. Hi, I'm Brian Wall, owner of Window World in Ocala and Gainesville. I've heard there is some confusion over the Window World guarantee or the warranty that we offer. If you buy Window World windows and something happens to those windows like that, our warranty guarantees that we will be out there to fix it for free. That's right, for free. The warranty is good on any and all windows you buy from Window World for as long as you own your home. Go online at windowworldocala.com and set up your free in-home estimate. We appreciate your business and thank you for buying local. In business since 1966, Parker's Tire and Auto Service knows how critical it is to match your tires to your load for horse trailer and truck tires. Parker's has the knowledge and experience to know what's best for your rig and has a full line of name brand tires. Parker's also offers brakes, bearings, and electrical system servicing for your trailer so you can travel with confidence to that big event. Mention this ad for a 10% discount on repairs and 5% discount on tires. Just north of Ford of Ocala on Northwest Pine Avenue, call 352-732-0786 or online at parkerstire.com. Crypto Aero Whole Food Horse Feed provides intelligent, straightforward nutrition that supports the horse's digestive system, immune system, hoof, and coat. Whole oats, Timothy hay pellets, alfalfa hay pellets, sunflower seeds, green peas, yellow peas, rice bran oil, ground flax, rose hips, green cabbage, papaya, spirulina, organic yeast, and nice and fenugreek. Real food for real athletes. Please visit our website at cryptoaero.com or find us on Facebook or on Instagram. C R Y P T O A E R O because food really matters. 
Adam Shelby from TT Distributors, located in Ocala on Highway 40 West. TT Distributors is dedicated to bringing our customers quality horse products, stable and farrier supply and supplements at affordable prices. Whether you have a racehorse or a pasture pony, we have what you need. Come to TT for one of the largest selections of horse and farrier products in the state, either in-store Monday through Saturday or online at ttdistributors.com. As many servicemen and women return to the United States injured, Hope in Gainesville is honored and privileged to offer a program that provides equine-assisted activities and therapies to our veterans. Hope offers at no cost a way for service personnel and their families to experience the benefits of riding and therapy. Hope helps veterans by sharing the unconditional love of the horse with non-verbal communication, building trust, and learning patience. We're all thankful for our freedom, so let's help Hope help our veterans by donating now at horseshelpingpeople.org. Welcome back to the Horse Talk Show, presented this hour by Palm Chevrolet, your hometown Chevy experience. I'm your host, Louisa Varton, co-hosting with me today, Eric Fox, farrier to the show. And we are broadcasting live from Ocala National Golf Club today. And uh, we're here for the Florida Thoroughbred Phillies Charity Show, a charity that donates lots and lots of money to horse organizations every year to help. They've done a lot for the Florida Protection Association, lots of organizations they've helped. So we just really want people to come out today. $35 gets you a lovely lunch, uh, a chance to see the fashion show, bid on some of these wonderful silent auction items that we have here. It's going to be a lovely event inside in the air conditioning. What a good thing today, because I think we're going to be in the mid-90s again. So we definitely want to beat the heat. And Jessica Lynn from Earth Song Ranch, I believe, is staying on with us this morning. And Amber Kuminka is also joining her from You Can't Fail. And we're going to talk a little equestrian health today. And uh, listen, I wouldn't want to get overheated on horseback. Wouldn't be a good idea to have heat stroke. You'd probably hit the floor. Good morning, Amber. How are you? Good morning. I'm joining you from Vail, Colorado. Oh, don't make this really sick. <laughs> So one way to beat the heat is to go to Vail in the summertime. Go to Vail, Colorado. Amber has the answer. End of segment. Yeah. <laughs> Load your horse up and drive him to Vail. <laughs> Load up and go to Vail, Colorado. Hey, listen, she sent me photographs from there yesterday. And at the time when she sent them to me, I was actually feeding 12 horses at the barn. And they were doing the field, musical field swapping that we do because some of the fields are a lot nicer grass so we do all this like musical horses right so I didn't have Megan with me she's at the beach so it was just me and so I'm swapping all these horses from field to field and I'm sweating oh and it's like thundering like it might might rain possibly really really hot and I'm running backwards and forwards with this horse and that horse and I'm feeding and I'm and I'm you know haying doing all this stuff and then Amber sends me this picture of this crispy mountain, like with this beautiful <laughs> sky behind it. And I could feel the cool. And I, I text her, are you trying to make me sick? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe just a little bit, or just inspiring you to pack up those 12 horses and field swap them in Vail, Colorado. Instead. <laughs> yes. Yes. Okay, great. 
I'm on my way. <laughs> and Jessica, okay. you can come too. There's no drought desert or no drought going on here in Vail, Colorado. It's looking oh, just I love fine Vail. out here. I love Vail, but I also love Estes Park. So yeah, oh, Estes Park is beautiful as well. I and mean, it's not quite as high. Right at where I'm at, I'm about nine thousand feet above sea level. Think about what oh, yeah. your horse's lungs will be like if you come up here. Which you know, when you're at this level, you you've got to take care of your body too, and you've got to you've got to stay hydrated and beat the heat because then you have altitude working against you instead of humidity and heat like we do down in Florida. But, um, you know, I I love a lot of what you were sharing, Jessica, on keeping horses and helping them, keeping them cool and helping them beat the heat. Um, With humans, it's the same thing. Um, Everything in our life physically is driven by our metabolism. And Louisa and I were just talking about this yesterday, about how important it is that we make decisions every day to better our, our health and metabolism so that when extreme circumstances, heat and health issues come up, our body can respond better. You're kind of like um, preparing for a storm that you may not know is coming. And even in Florida, we know the storm of heat is coming. But when it comes, it still always, you know, catches us a little bit by surprise. So, you know, taking care of your metabolism, which is always putting good things in your body, um, avoiding, especially in the summertime, avoiding sugary, processed, fried foods, uh, even though, especially the sugary stuff, um, the sweet, cold, refreshing drinks, at least they seem refreshing when you buy them um, in a 32-ounce Big Gulp, and then you drink it <laughs> in your body. It actually doesn't really help your body cool down. Um, all that sugar overwhelms your body, and it, it actually does the opposite effect of helping your body cool down. It makes your metabolism work harder, and uh, you, you actually could get hotter. But, um, you know, a good alternative to that is coconut water. Uh, that's a great electrolyte uh, builder, and we've gotten used to the really good stuff like the Gatorade from our friends up at the University of Florida, and uh, it's easy to, to choose that instead of of a coconut water because the coconut water just doesn't taste as sweet and doesn't have all the flavors and the colors and all that good stuff. So that's a great way to stay hydrated in the summertime, especially if you are out feeding and are out doing things um, in the heat. That'll cool you down really quickly. And there's, there's foods you can eat that actually tell your body to cool down. This is one that will catch you a little bit by surprise is that you're supposed to eat spicy peppers. So um, you think, oh, my gosh, that's wrong. You're going to make my body really hot from the heat of the spicy peppers. But what it actually does is cause your body to turn on its cooling mechanism. So um, eating, you know, jalapeno peppers and, you know, that kind of thing um, will help your body um, tell itself to cool down. That's uh, interesting. Dark, I would have never green. known that. I know. That's the kind of, I thought I'd throw that one in first because that's kind of one of the ones that, it catches everyone by surprise. The body is an amazing thing. And once you start to understand it, which is why we have this show, um, there's so many cool things you can do to just make everyday life a little bit more enjoyable. Uh, the other one is dark leafy greens. And, you know, a lot of times, I don't know if you guys notice this, but when the heat starts coming, have you ever noticed your body starts to crave completely different foods? And I definitely notice it more in Colorado because of the season change here. But... When the summertime comes, I start to crave more vegetables and refreshing fruits and things like that. Um, does that ever happen to you guys? Yes, I agree totally. Yeah, I, I think so too. 
Yes. Yes. Yeah. So your body's telling you, okay, time to change seasons and, you know, weather's changing. So let me help you, you know, cool your body down. But dark leafy greens have 80 to 90% water in them. So your body can cool down with that. Um, berries are a great low glycemic um, natural cooling fruit. Um, that's another good one. A lot of people use cucumber to cool down. Um, juicing cucumber is great. Throwing cucumber in your water is very refreshing. Oh, and water water is one of those things. This is something I was challenged with as I spent my first summer in Florida last year, was being able to drink enough because everything gets so warm so quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you buy a drink and then it gets warm and then it's not refreshing anymore, so then you want another cold drink. So finding ways to keep your drinks cool, even if you have to carry a little cooler by now, if you've been listening to this show for a while and you're listening to what we share, you're probably already starting to carry a little cooler, right, Lisa? <laughs> I do everywhere I go. I have and it you might the have radio a couple table different right size now. coolers, <laughs> like yeah. I do, based I can on share... how long I'm going to be gone. <laughs> yeah, I can share with so you guys. I do carry a cooler with me in my truck all the time, a small one. But um, I'll share a couple of things that we do out here. Awesome. I don't know if you've seen them back in Florida, but you can get now get the mason jars, which everybody can get pretty much anywhere. But they now have the lids with the straw, and they also have infusers. So you can put the berries in the little infuser. That's you can right. line them up in the, in the refrigerator, and you can put slices of cucumber in one, berries in another. Any of the fruits that you would think you know would make you feel more likely to drink, they don't yep. add all the sugar. It's not a soda. It's something that's really refreshing. You can grab it straight out of the refrigerator and sit there and drink and get something healthful right. and cool. That is right. a good that's, idea. I love great. The, yeah. I love the new mason jar stuff that they've come up with. It's just great. And so you've got a quart of water. And yeah, I am really, really awesome. serious about, about this, too. You know, something we mentioned in the prior segment about, you know, exercising your horse early in the morning or if you can stand the bugs later in the evening, not in the middle of the day. <laughs> well, you know, this is a very good tip, too. If you're wearing a helmet, you know, even one of the, the wonderful, um, you know, Ovation or, or um, 1K helmets that are all vented and everything, you've got to remember you have a helmet on your head, you're up on a horse, you're out in the heat, you're riding, and, and you're going to get hot. And I actually have a very, very close friend who they still am not sure what happened. They think that she passed out. This happened probably, I don't know, five, six, seven years. It was quite a long time ago. It might even be 10 years ago. But anyway, she fell off because of passing out. Again, we don't know what it was due to. It could have been heat. But, you know, if you, in, in fact, do get heat exhausted or heat stroke while you're on a horse, it's really a serious, serious thing. And you're going to fall and you're going to hurt yourself. So it is really, you know, something to take seriously if you're an equestrian and you're out there working in the barn or you're mowing or you're riding or you're, you know, whatever you're doing, you're going to get hot. Same thing on the trail. You know, do not get out on a trail ride without plenty of water supply with you. If you're anything like me and your navigational skills are ghastly and you get lost on every trail, even if you've been on it before, (laughs) have water with you because at least if you get stuck in 95 degrees, you know, hopefully you're going to ride early in the morning. Even if you do, you might get delayed, you might get lost, you might have a problem have plenty of water with you to, you know, in my case, probably to last a week would be a good recommendation. But, um, but, but, you know, carrying that water, however it takes for you to drink it, even carrying a frozen bottle of water with you, 
that you know gradually throughout the day is going to start yes. to melt because then you know you you've you've got a colder bottle for later so and before we close this segment out i'm going to tell you a really quick story i went to the preakness as everybody knows and um I didn't eat much during the day. It was busy. And fortunately, my friend, Dr. Dixie Burner, who was staying with, knows I try to eat mostly organic. Had packed me up fruits and vegetables and crackers and cheese that was all organic. And I managed to get out to my car at lunchtime and eat. But later in the day, it got busy and I had the post-race show and then the traffic getting out. By the time I got back to her house, it was like 11 o'clock at night. I didn't want to eat. By the next day, I was ravenous. The only place after we left the barn and met Exaggerator that we could find that was actually open was the Cheesecake Factory. Well, on my <laughs> 80, 20, uh, 80 being organic, 20 not, I thought, well, okay, I can go for my 20. I'm, I'm starving. I haven't eaten for 24 hours at this point, and I've walked miles at the Preakness, so I'm ravenous. So I ordered, like, the worst thing on the menu ever. I mean, I ordered, like, the waffle with fried chicken, maple syrup, and hollandaise sauce. And um, there were oh some my. greens beside it. And that was it. So anyway, I ate it. I didn't eat all of it. I probably ate about 70% of it. I ate most of it. And shortly after that, I fell asleep in the passenger seat on the way back to Dixie's house to get my car to go home. When I woke up, the pain uh, right below my chest, like above my stomach, on the right side was absolutely excruciatingly painful felt like something was rupturing and what i remembered is i used to feel like this every time i ate and it dawned on wow. me that i don't feel like That's that bad. anymore when i eat since i've made my big change to eating much better and i thought you know what that's my gallbladder and i'd be a candidate for a, to have gallbladder surgery and I thought about all the people who have gallbladder surgery that I hear about that actually don't need to have gallbladder surgery. They just need to change their diet. So I tell you all this to tell you that it never really realized that I had that uncomfortable feeling every time I ate. And I don't have it anymore. I haven't had it for probably eight or nine months. So I thought that was a really interesting point. Nothing to do with beating the heat, but certainly something to do with health for equestrians. So you can get 75 or 80% of your diet to be healthful, natural, farm to table, you're going to live a much, much, much more comfortable and happy life. So I wanted to tell you that story. I want to thank you, Amber Kaminka from You Can't Fail. Um, Chef Al from Organic Chef Foods did not join us today, but a shout out for him. And uh, thank you so much, Jessica Lynn from Earth Song Ranch. Good, good tips for equines and equestrians on... Uh, how to stay cool this summer. We need all the help we can get between mm -hmm. uh, California and Florida. We're a bit warm. So uh, your other option, of course, is you could pop to the Epsom Derby and you'd cool off quite quickly. I'd say it's a lot cooler. <laughs> yes. Thank you both for joining us.